0: Hello, Mrs. Tango.
1: Hello, Mr. Tango. It
0: has been a while. We've had a day. And we decided for the listeners who have managed to hang in there with us, and we really appreciate it. Because as much as we've sucked in getting podcasts out, as Jay on Average Twinkers reminds me over and over and over We have had reasons, but we still get a ton of email from you guys.
1: And we're going to give you those reasons right now. So
0: we're going to be really transparent. We've, we can't be outed. Uh, we think we lost a job and went through some pain because of that. But here's what's been going on. We had
1: since 2019,
0: we've had a parent pass away after, but you
1: know that because we've talked about that.
0: Yeah. One and one or more to tango was the result of that. And I promise never to do that again where I sang on the air hop playing guitar.
1: Thank you so much.
0: But we had a parent pass away and it required a lot of attention because it lingered. Uh we lost a job very, very unexpectedly and had to move cross country.
1: We think we were outed.
0: We got a job very quickly, but it took about a year to sell the job in the middle of COVID. No, sell the house. Sell the house, sell the job. And what are we drinking tonight, Mr. Tango? <laughs> What are you drinking?
1: I am drinking what I always drink when we record.
0: Which is? Okay, That's that should be plenty for the show.
1: <laughs> I'm drinking Tito's vodka.
0: And I'm drinking Whistlepig 10-year uh, single batch rye. It took us, we were apart for about a year. And then after we finally got back together again, we had COVID hit. And uh, we had a parent who was 87 with lung issues who got COVID. And somehow my ornery old mom survived, but that took something out. And then just when we started to record again, and we had our last episode, and I think Mrs. Tango said we promised that our next one will be in a month from now. We had a... Sorry, I lied. Well, we had a daughter that went through all kind of shit. She's not married anymore And it was very unexpected, and it took us months and months of being up there with her to get her back in order. And she is now living us with us with her two kids, which is why we are recording with the casual swinger couple, the casual toys couple, which we'll introduce here in a minute, in a closet (laughs) so that nobody can hear us. That
1: has no airflow.
0: She has bought a house now and will be moving out. And uh, we'll talk more about. Fingers
1: get, crossed. Getting on Inspection a is podcast. tomorrow.
0: Tonight's episode will be sex toys, and we are very, very pleased to have with us a couple that you should know on the podcast, casual swinger. And if you're listening to us, then by God, you should be listening to them because they are a lot, are
1: so much better than we they
0: are. They are, and they actually record every two weeks. It's kind of amazing. It's like- Mickey and Mallory, please say hello.
2: Hello, everybody. Nice to be here.
0: I just
3: let her do all the talking. She's a lot sexier <laughs> than I am.
2: You know, it's actually nice and cozy in this closet with you guys. Thanks for having uh, us. We could we're do with we're some airflow. we glad air flow. you're here.
3: Yeah, if you could scoot <laughs> a little bit over this way.
0: Uh, just
2: snuggle in. Uh,
0: is this a jacket? I don't know what this is on my head right now.
3: But <laughs>
2: you know, I'm
0: just happy to see it's, you. It's a condom. I'm kind of big, but anyway.
2: <laughs>
0: and Mrs. Tango says, "Hey, it ain't no big thing." But right, uh, no, thank you for having a show. We're we're really really pleased. And and just so you know, we have probably spent three months trying to find a time that would work for both of us, and that's primarily
1: between COVID and physical therapy and for an leg injury I had with people and,
3: in our house. So uh, oh, so it's easy to find reasons not to do stuff like this, right? Because, I mean, I got to be in central Pennsylvania for the next five days and I still haven't packed yet.
0: Oh, wow. So, <laughs> well, and, and, and I could have been like, y'all travel a whatever. lot, too. But before we do that, something we haven't done in a long time. Mrs. Tango, would you start us off?
1: Today is Sunday, May 1st, <laughs> and you are listening to Two or More to Tango.
0: I don't want to make that shorter than normal, just because people don't want to hear that long intro. That we I love that do. music. It took us. I was for, about to start breaking it down. Pretty uh You ought to seen under the table here. First of all, casual swingers—they did a couple of episodes recently about insecurities, etc. In the lifestyle, and if you have not heard that, we've been doing this since 2014. That was about as good of two episodes as i have heard in lifestyle podcasts since we've been doing this and i would highly encourage you what are, what are the titles of those two mama do you know that oh, one? Off, off, the, head?
2: off the top of our head of course we should know this right, right? it's our show <laughs> um no i actually don't they're they're very recent episodes yeah. of ours but it's, you'll know them for i want to say that yeah i mean yeah there are episodes that Really are near and dear to us. We've been doing this since I don't know. We've been together sixteen years, so fifteen years we've been in the lifestyle, and it's you're always conquering something, um, in and of itself in yourself, right? You you don't just become secure in everything and, and anything that you do, and that's the end of the story. You're you're always like. You know, dealing with stuff. So I think it's important that we talk about it openly. Did you find the I names did. of it? Okay, good. I
3: was really yes. happy that you decided wow. to do a little dance in a circle. I while did, I did, this, I did.
2: So. You're welcome.
3: Uh, uh, but no, one of them is the imposter syndrome. And that's actually, uh, so we ended up taking almost a month off of doing the show. So that episode is actually called WTF? In the imposter syndrome, which is what the February is, what WTF stands for, uh, because we were gone for February. And then the other one is the woman or man. Uh, it's actually, whoa, man in the mirror. And that's a confidence crisis. So those were those two episodes.
0: Those, uh, if you haven't listened to those, I really highly encourage you to go listen to them. I don't know that. There's anybody both in lifestyle and out of the lifestyle that doesn't struggle with self-confidence and self-esteem at some point and think that you're the only ones. But the lifestyle can really highlight it. Because let's face it, you're going to events, you're doing things and you're putting yourself out there and you're going to get rejected. If you don't get rejected, you are not reaching out enough. I again, I just think if you haven't listened to to those two, you should. And please go do that. So when did you guys meet? You want to take out a moment? Uh,
2: this is going to sound like a softcore porn, but it is absolutely <laughs> true. Did you yeah. deliver pizzas brown. or what?
3: <laughs> Round chicken, brown cow. <laughs> so go,
2: almost, almost. So... A long, long time ago, I was a nursing student um, trying oh, to does sound better like a my porn life.
3: Intro <laughs> yes. <laughs> it <laughs> ended to, like one, too. Trying
2: to better my life as a single mom. So I was uh, doing home health care while I was going to school. And there was a gentleman um, who is a quadriplegic that I was taking care of. And he had a son come down and visit. Uh, for a few days and I've never met the son, but I heard a lot about him. Uh, many things, including how big his penis was. Um, there was a, a that's true. My dad told her effort. I had a cheese Oh, uh, yes. wait, wait a minute. Wait
0: a minute. Let me yes. just interrupt. Uh, <laughs> how did that come up in conversation?
2: So this is my father, the we're talking about, we're speaking of, um, it was a very interesting human being. He was a, a musician most of his life and a general contractor. I come from a mechanic as a father. So, the dialogue we would have was very raw, I guess is the most politically correct way to put it. Um, he didn't really have a filter, especially being what he'd call, you know, um I you know, he's the same pervert, yes, very much perverted, very yeah. much perverted. But I was very tolerant, you know, he you know, the guy's in a wheelchair. Why not? let him let him be who he is. It's cool. He you, couldn't grab me like we you know, could I was say totally this safe.
3: we could say this in a lot shorter way by saying you can't wash a pervert's balls without having an inappropriate conversation oh, of course. And she washed my perverted father's balls. That's she and was, dried them there, there are visual you know, images were, here.
2: Don't want to see <laughs> yeah. them. It, don't want to see a,
3: <laughs> I don't want to see them either, oh, but she had to.
2: Never bothered me, not even once. Like if I had to do it today, I'd be like, sure, whatever. Like it's just one of those things. Um, so I walk into the kitchen, it's like ten o'clock in the morning, never met the sun, but I knew he was coming down for a visit. And I'm getting um breakfast ready essentially. And here's the sky, freshly showered, by the way. And, but still reeking of alcohol that offers me a rum and orange juice, Daddy was hung over <laughs> hard, and still kind of slurring your words, by the way, so i'm I'm convinced you weren't hung over yet. You were still a little drunk.
3: I was well on my way to hungover, which is why I started drinking,
2: yes, And I decided that I probably did not like you,
3: <laughs> which inspired me to hit on her and invite her to have a drink with me at ten o'clock in the yes. morning.
2: So we go about our day and long story short there, there came a moment where um, I had to connect with him and ask him some questions re- relating to his father who was taken care of. And, you know, he's essentially his next to kin
3: who was watching porn and tugging on his gummy worm because that's what he does. No,
2: that didn't bother me. It was something else. But I just told you that I let him do that. <laughs> and I, I assured you that I'd only let him do it as long as it wasn't a danger to his health. And it didn't bother me. Um, it, we just became friends yeah, and then that, we hit me, it off that we, yeah, we stayed in touch for months and months and then we started dating and we did that for two years. And now here we are.
3: You, you let me kiss your woohoo button and then it was on. I,
2: I kind of threw it at you. Like yeah. I decided I liked him that much that I just like literally threw it at him. All he had to do was stand still. So how long have y'all been together? 16 years.
0: Yeah. 17 years in, ju- in July. Wow.
2: Yeah. Yeah amateurs. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: As we've told Jay and Angie, we got married back when uh talking about Jay and Angie here. Uh <laughs> Back when Methuselah roamed the earth, yeah, the rainbows came in black and white. That's that's <laughs> how long ago. <they> Angie, <laughs> I like Jesus that. was in short. Yes, dress. Angie likes that joke, so I tell her every time I can because I do like Angie in spite of Jay.
3: And you know what you don't what you don't know, Mister Tango, though, is that we had been in the lifestyle for fifteen of those sixteen years. Okay, tell me
2: about that. Oh, uh, so this guy thinks I'm. It's know. always my fault, by the way. <laughs> We we're having a very romantic evening and he looks deep into my eyes and we'd been kissing and he goes, Wow, you just make a great swinger. And I had Whoops. that like Maureen O'Hara moment where I should whip my glove off and slap him with it. Like, what kind of woman do you think I am? Now oh, granted dare this you. Is how I know, but granted, this is the same guy that I brought a girl on a date with. And gotten freaky with and like, but I oh, didn't. She her back, right. back, oh, back, back up, back up, back up, back up, back up. You can't up. just
3: whoop past that. Oh, and during the date, she lost her nose ring in the girl's pussy in the That's back seat of my story. best friend's car. Yeah. So you were kind
0: of convinced she wasn't real inhibited. Oh, uh, mm, no, yeah. clearly not. I, I yeah.
1: I was. We being need to though. meet
2: you, yeah. people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're 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 very sweet weirdos. Very sweet weirdos. I'm not sweet. I'm a but terrible person. I was I was intentional on in just being who I was. And you let me be that person because we started off friends first, which was new concept for me. Like that that's not something I had tried before. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't know that there was a name for these things that I experienced and want and that, you know, we, we were kind of mutually bringing to the table at the time. So like I felt you wanted to go out and sow your oats and be permissed to do so and that's what she's I, afraid I didn't really, of like i didn't understand what you were trying to either of you at the time.
0: how did y'all know what the lifestyle even was i had been in the lifestyle since i was 17 so okay
1: that's a, yeah I, that's I a
0: whole clear story picture.
3: it is uh but i had i mean i'd been my parents were very open uh my parents were in the lifestyle as were mallory's parents so both of our parents were in the lifestyle mm-hmm And that's that's kind of actually where our stage names come from. Our stage names are Mickey and Mallory. They're not our actual names, although Mickey is very close to my actual (laughs) name. Uh, And our stage names are actually a result of our upbringing because in the movie Natural Born Killers, Mickey and Mallory were the leads. And their parents, during their upbringing, their parents were murderers. And so we are natural born swingers. And that's what our t-shirts say for the casual swinger t-shirts. They say natural born swingers because we're Mickey and Mallory. How did that not become your uh, podcast name? Because I didn't think of it till after.
2: <laughs> yeah, if fun, fact, I'm being honest. fun fact, episode one, the, very, the origin story episode, we had different names and they were horrible. And it's my fault.
1: Mm,
0: I blame you Yeah, all the time. How long has your podcast been out?
2: Uh, September 2018.
0: Okay. Yeah, we're about four years in. Okay.
2: Yeah. Well, so where
1: does the sex toy com- yeah, thing well, come? Yeah, well, we'll actually
0: get on the topic here. Which uh, and and thank you. That's all the time we have tonight. And uh, <laughs> all right, we'll start our here. outro Absolutely. music here. Now, how did y'all get into the sex toy business?
3: Well, I mean, it made sense, right? First of all, toys are, have been a part of our bedroom experience. More or less since the beginning. I mean, one of the first things we did when I went down to visit her in Florida where she lived, because what she didn't tell you is that when we hooked up, I lived in Virginia and she lived in Florida. Yeah. So I drove eleven hundred miles every two weeks to see her for over a year. Because it was that good. folks.
2: No, No, but
3: that's how good that pussy is. I'm not going to (laughs)
2: lie. But Well, thanks.
3: I'm sorry. You spread your I legs mean, I- and rainbows fly out. Unicorns come running out. Like, you ought to work. How big is that hanger? You in? need to work for
0: Hallmark.
2: <laughs> yes, yeah, for sure.
3: Now, but sex toys have always been kind of a part of our universe, right? Right down to some of the crazy things that have happened to us regarding sex toys, which we have a dozen of those stories. Uh, if you want to hear all of them, go back. to I think it's episode three of season one, which is sex positive parenting and why our kids need therapy. But um, that, that's the entire name of the episode. I remember that one. I can't, but 80 episodes in, I can't remember the last one we did. But I can tell you that sex toys for us was a natural progression. Uh, also, I'm an entrepreneur by nature. Uh, I love starting and growing businesses. It's something that gets me off, uh, which is probably why the lifestyle is so much fun for me.
2: Yeah, and I like testing sex toys. It's so <laughs> a good one for everybody. Uh,
3: but not just that. So I'll tell you, in the lifestyle, uh, there are no, there were no businesses that really catered to us.
0: Mm-hmm. There are
3: businesses that catered to sex workers, which is yeah. great. There's businesses that catered mostly to men, which didn't make any sense to me either.
2: I think that's where I struggled the most is finding help as a woman from either another woman or even a man that knew what I was looking for if I described my needs or my desires. And very rarely, I think there was one sex store like brick and mortar we walked into that I found someone that actually I I felt confident and trusted enough to at least have the conversation with and believe that they're they're trying to help me and not just sell me.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, well, and that's exactly what would happen. We would, we would talk to people and they constantly wanted to sell us something else or charge us something else or can I help you with anything else? Can I help you find something else? And for us, we wanted to have an experience where we talk to people and they just talk to us and they're like, what else do you need? What can I do for you? And never try to sell us anything. I'll tell you, no matter what community we're part of, no matter who we're helping out, One of the things that we don't do is we don't send links to our store unless you ask for them. If you just want to ask a question about a sex toy, come ask. Let us
0: us ask for your link.
3: (laughs) Yes, exactly right. You know, if you want to ask for the link, we'll give it to you. But not until you do. No, I'm
0: asking for your link.
3: Look at me, man. We're on video (laughs) here. (laughs) Tell us, dude. (laughs) Well, that's just
0: casualtoys.com. Okay.
1: Uh, Back when we were going to get this out
0: Back in Valentine's Day.
1: Back back <laughs> at Valentine's <laughs> Day. Before people got sick and yeah. and things happened. We did a poll of our listeners and they we asked them where they got their most where they got their toys. And casual toys or similar were fifty of, percent of our answers. Wow. What? Wow. Get yeah. out. That's awesome. Amazon was twenty five percent. A local walk into Brick-and-mortar store was 125 and other, whatever the hell that means, was another 12.5%. Yeah, I think other
0: is when you walk past a guy and he goes, hey, dude, come over here. He opens the trunk of his car. Want a dildo? Oh, I got dildos. Yeah, I've been
2: there. <laughs> but, but yeah. We, I went to high school. Yeah,
0: when we asked that question on Twitter, we said, um, "From do you buy from other swinger couple with an online store? Such as casual toys. And I frankly don't know a lot of people like you out there that do this. We see in Twitter, you see everything, right? But in terms of an actual couple that's out there that has a a presence, that has a podcast, but we were surprised, too, that about 50% do that. I got to be honest, you know, for us, we are really, really into sex toys. In fact, we talked about with our reboot.
1: We one have used thing sex we, toys before we were
2: married.
0: And we talked about one thing we want to do with our reboot is just have a one section every month where we talk about a, a sex toy that we've tried something new. For some reason, we've, we've had a lot of companies send us stuff. So we get stuff like that. In fact, um, our
1: plan was for this afternoon uh, for us to use the new Lush toy. Uh, the new iteration of that with mr and mrs tango no no that's, that's me us. <laughs> have another drink <laughs> <laughs> mr and mrs ready to jam um yeah we she really to,
0: wanted to run it while we were recording we
1: were going to play with each other while using while recording yeah.
0: but but i mean we 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 got them from there but Honestly, most of when we bought them, we'd do our research and go to Amazon before we knew about people like you. In fact, I think we just bought our, in fact, the Lush three that we bought, we bought from you guys just recently. Well, thank you. Thank and you um, I will say this it came really quickly. um So did she. Yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I like the easy one, so assuming we giggle. <laughs> 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 if we can push the buttons, okay. She knows I've
0: been looking. I love to push the buttons. Anyway, oh, oh I catch so much shit on that on our show.
1: It yeah. drives
2: me crazy. I'm not gonna lie. It's cute yeah. when you do it yeah. though. Oh, yeah.
3: yeah. No, we we actually love our we we love all of our vendors and all of our toys. And you know they offer to send us stuff too. Yeah. So I I respect the hell out of it. I think it's great that they're doing that for you guys. Uh, because we sell so many vendors, we ask them not to send it to you. Yeah. If we check out a toy, we buy it, and yeah. that's simply because we run the store. And what we don't want to have is any. I don't want you guys to ever come to us and ask us for a recommendation and think that we gave you the recommendation because somebody
0: paid. Absolutely, us. Yeah. and and we've and, uh, and we've told like with Motor Money, we said if we review it, it's going to be an honest review. We don't typically. We got a toy not long ago that was sent to us, and we. It just didn't work. We didn't like it. We don't typically do a negative review, and we, we wrestle a little bit about that, but I think it's more a matter of just because we don't like it. We may tell people, here's what didn't work for us, so you can mm-hmm. you can make your own decision on that. You're right.
3: That's the challenge with these toys, though. Like What you're talking about is the snail vibe. Okay. That's what you guys got, and it has a roll-up top on it. It's very much like a rabbit, where as you insert it, it kind of unrolls. And that's the part that's supposed to yeah. hit her vibe, right, or hit her uh, clitoris. Rather. Yeah. That's I could send you a picture of it, and you'd be like, "Yeah, that's it. It's supposed to look like a snail." And I don't know why anybody wants to put a snail in their pussy, but some people do. Uh, but the the gist of it is, everybody's body is different. So let me give you another example that'll make sense to you. If we were going to do a review on something like the We Vibe Chorus, right? The We Vibe Chorus is a clamshell type vibrator mm-hmm. that's in, that's intended to be used during sex. So you insert it in her and it, it stimulates her clitoris and it also stimulates her inside, uh, ostensibly her G-spot, but everybody's G-spot's in a different place. So when you put that in, you're supposed to have sex with her while it's in. Well, that doesn't work for us. Between Mallory's body shape and between my penis, motherfucker's not going to work. Yeah. No, I, so everybody's I different. If we,
2: I want that. Oh, well, happy to hook you up. <laughs> yeah. I, I Like nine out of 10 people that have tried it, absolutely love it. My body shape, my body type. plus You know, if you're with somebody who's a little girthy for me, that was just super uncomfortable. And the displacement of it just didn't work. I have um, the distance between my vagina and my clit is just it's a it's different than most women.
0: Well, it's very short. And you're right. That is a challenge because you don't want to you don't want to kill somebody's cells on something. Now, if if we got something that was made like crap. You know, it fell apart or whatever. We'd always go to the company first.
1: Yeah, we've never had anything like that.
0: No, but.
1: It's always, it doesn't yeah. work for us.
0: L- sure. sure. But let me ask you this. In term, this is, this is softball. This is T-ball. This isn't even softball. <laughs> so 50% say they buy from people like y'all, which I was surprised it was that high. I figured 50, 60% would be Amazon. And only about 25% hit Amazon. Now, again, this is Twitter. So it's a, a a little bit different audience. Yeah. It's a subsection. Why would you tell people uh, buy from us and not Amazon? Because I bet the first thing people think is Amazon will be cheaper.
2: Uh, it's uh, customer service. We both come from a customer service industry. We're here to provide you know honest answers. Like when people hit that, we have a chat bubble inside um our, of our website and if it, it, it's us or our daughter essentially to answer all these questions for everyone. I know it's crazy, right? Um, it, it's a customer service level. Cause I wish desperately that I had someone to talk to like that. He's playing with her titties. I saw, I saw it out of the corner <laughs> of my eye. I was trying to stay. I was trying to stay on top. <laughs> Sorry. Your folks. So is
3: he. Been
0: a, been a while since we recorded, but, but
3: customer but I think service, customer service, well, customer service first. It's certainly part it's, of it.
2: I think that's a big part of it for me.
3: Well, so let me give you an, a, a fact you might not know. Mr. Oh, and our selection. Well, yeah, our selection's amazing, but I mean, fighting Amazon's tough. Well, right? I mean, Amazon is sure. the 800 pound girl. After you, okay. but after you give that answer, go back to the selection part. Right. So the average sex toy sale in America is 20 bucks. Why is that? Why is the average sex toy sale? $20 because Chinese kids make a lot of cheap toys, right? At the end of the day, there's a lot of stuff out there on Amazon that's very inexpensive, but it's also not body safe. No one's vetted this product to spend the time to make sure that it's not going to make you sick.
2: Well, and I think that goes back to the value the value of someone has in that toy or in and of themselves, and they don't know what they don't know
0: mm-hmm.
3: that
2: this is something that's but
3: how would they, because all you have on Amazon is a bunch of reviews that
0: may or may not be real. Let me, let me jump in on that. I get for whatever reason, a, ton of people usually from china that say would you please I, they probably found our website or our, our uh, podcast and i get a ton of people saying would you get this sex toy and review it for us with the assumption it's going to be five stars oh two or three a day and, and you know when you get on amazon a ton of those reviews are people that have gotten a toy for free and have given it a five uh, bottom line i don't think you can you can really rely on five-star web uh reviews on amazon so much as much as in terms versus talking to people like y'all do you ever talk to somebody and say don't buy that yeah all the time
3: 100 percent. i mean every day probably at this point because we are and you know fortunate i'll say right now we're extremely fortunate to have the customer base that we do and the trust level that we have, because most of the time at this point, the customers we get, we have a sixty-three percent return customer rate. By the way, wow. over the last year.
1: Yeah, how long uh, have you been um, in the sex toy business?
3: About two and a half years.
0: Wow.
1: So, how does that relate to Mister and Missus Tango? Are a little bit older than
0: number of people.
1: A number of people. <laughs> <laughs> um, so twenty, thirty maybe a little bit further Mm -hmm. uh years ago the only sex toy the only vibrator you could have was the hard plastic um vibrator yes so how how has that come from back then to today
3: well it's it's changed so much just in the last couple of years yeah right so we go ahead
2: yeah, know the technology and the ingenuity that's just seen in the last five years is incredible.
3: I just want to point out just body safe, right? This is something yeah, I've been hammering on awesome. for the last. You mentioned years. body it's safe
0: important. and we kind of blew past that. Talk about that. Well, more. and yeah. it's,
3: it's a big deal. So, first of all, because I say something is body safe doesn't mean that if it doesn't say it, it's not. Uh, however, just because something says it's body safe, that doesn't mean that it is. So I'll give you a good example. Uh, If you and we did an episode on this, one of our episodes is called for novelty use only. And that episode was to really illustrate the hilarity in the sex toy industry because there's no governing body. So what they'll do is they'll print on the bottom of the box for novelty use only, not for insertion. And the picture on the box is a woman sticking it in her pussy. So how are you supposed to know whether or not you're supposed to put this in your body? But the reality is there's certain materials out there, TPE, TPR, Mm -hmm. PVC, Mm -hmm. vinyl, that are porous by nature or off gas by nature Mm -hmm. or actually release toxic or harmful carcinogens into your body. They create things like bacterial vaginosis, Mm -hmm. right? They create all kinds of problems in your body. And there's no way you'd know this shit is that way. So There's no no
0: FDA requirement to sell something. Hell no.
3: No,
2: not at all. And it, they don't, that's all they have to say is for novelty use only. And I, raising my hand, tall and proud here, I thought there was something with my body that was wrong because anytime I used a jelly sex toy or. Whatnot, I'd have a horrible reaction to where I was out of commission for anywhere from one to three days. Did you say a they jello
0: said, sex toy or are we missed jelly? jelly? Oh, like jelly, the, not jello. Yeah,
2: yeah. like the mm-hmm. jelly because those aren't body safe. Those aren't even meant They're to cheap and go they look in cool. your body. They're novelty use. They're not rated to be insertable. So anytime like I see a jelly toy somewhere, I'm like, oh dear God, burn it, melt it, get rid of it. Yeah. It's horrible. If for
3: you, you can see through it and it's not glass or acrylic, you probably okay. shouldn't stick it in your exactly. post. Yes, I did not know that most people don't. And so when we talk about what's different about our store, right, there are products in our store that are not body safe. I'm on a mission to get them all out of there. And every time I see one, we have over 40,000 items in our store. So I every time I see one, I try and get it out of there because I don't want you to even have to think about it. But the thing of it is, if you reach out to us, you shoot us a message in the chat and you say, hey, is this a body safe toy? I'll tell you right now, whether it is or whether it isn't. And whether it's a good product. So our average, our average sale, our average ASP is right at 100 bucks. The rest of the industry is at 20 There's a reason for that. Let me, yes, l- we sell a better
0: product. That, we don't sell it for more money. We just sell a better product. That was a great lead-in because one of the things that we asked online in, in prep for this was we asked people, and I'm looking through my show notes here. Ooh, there's the 50,000-foot bad dragon that we'll get to. But we asked people
2: <laughs> but, I can't wait for that. Uh, but we asked it's a people, great story. We asked
0: people what's the most you've paid for a sex toy? And about sixty percent said a hundred to two hundred and fifty dollars. My guess is that the Twitter subsection that's okay. higher than normal. Your thoughts What do
1: you mean Twitter?
0: Well, we asked this on Twitter. Oh, okay. My guess is that from what you're saying, that a lot of people just buy from Amazon and that they don't spend nearly that much.
2: Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think the sample, because I mean, on Twitter, that's probably going to be very lifestyle focused. Right. Or lifestyle friendly. Especially people that follow us. Right. Exactly. And then the, the sample we talked about, the demographic is is effectively nationwide North America. And that, that was the national average there. And I think that comes from the available uh, information and education that we have inside this community. Cause we're more apt to thought share and crowdsource information. Like me and Mrs. Tango, maybe we're just having a conversation about clit stimulators and what works for us. Now me and my neighbor next door, we're not having that conversation. <laughs> you know, Probably I think, not. I think that has a lot, has a lot to do with it. And I think we, we inherently value quality over quantity.
3: Well, I can tell you based on when somebody buys something from our store, whether they're horny or whether they're thoughtful, right? <laughs> Say more about that. horny people tend Uh, to buy
2: tell people that we judge their orders (laughs) not at all because that's not what's happening think about
3: how most sex toy purchases happen you're out you're with your girl you went out to dinner you had a good time and now you're on your way home and you're passing you know ecstasy or dildos or us or whatever place you're passing (laughs) and you go running in or
1: priscilla's
3: there you go whatever right Mm -hmm. and so you go running in and you're like let's buy something that I can use on you tonight that's the way the guy thinks And so that's what they do. But depending on when you're shopping online, that depends on what, so a guy staying up late at night, who's thinking about sex, thinking about having sex, thinking about having sex deliberately with somebody else is going to shop for sex toys at night. Women tend to shop for sex toys at, during the daylight hours. I don't know why that is, but I can tell you that that's typically what they do because they're thinking about masturbating when no one's bothering them, when there's no kids at home, the kids mm. are in school. Gats,
2: could this be true? <laughs>
3: <Right>? <laughs> so they think about masturbating when no one's fucking with them. But the guys think about it at night after everybody else is in bed, when they're thinking about jerking off and thinking about having sex with their their person. So, uh, But together, when you're together, you usually are shopping at a roadside, you know, whatever place you go to. And it's, it's 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 timing if you're online, and it's opportunity when you're together, and that's why people go into stores and they buy cheap shit because that's what's obvious, it's what's available, it's what's on the on the rack, and they grab it and it looks like it'll work, and off they run with it. By the way, guys, when they buy dildo's for women, buy hilariously large ones. I don't know why that is. True story. And women buy dildos that actually look like it'll get them off. So if you're looking for a dildo, folks, let her pick it. Don't pick it for her because she doesn't need to club a baby seal to death with it. She's trying to have an orgasm.
0: Let Let me just make a comment on that. What did Mrs. Ready to Jam recommend to you?
1: The biggest. Fuck. And
0: by what brand?
1: Bat Dragon. <laughs> dildo. Yeah. And, on the market and how big
2: was it if
1: it, it hurt
0: it was like the size of an elephant trunk i, I just had to insert that oh. no pun intended
2: <laughs> yeah so
0: so um but
2: yeah so how do people been there done how, that. how do people find you i mean just typically oh um i think we're we're strong on referrals honestly i think it's a word of mouth community driven and for that we're really great how how do
0: you market a company like you yo it's so
3: hard
2: challenging i get so bitter when i see facebook ads for um these enormous like large name brands like good lube or cake is another one that's out there and they have very strategic marketing however the system and the powers that be it kind of feels like there's a war on sex and like we're not allowed to advertise and it doesn't matter what it's for, but because it's a sex driven business, we're typically shut down. We can't do Facebook ads. We can't do really social media ads, period.
3: We can't advertise at all.
2: So I think Google, like they're iffy. They're a little gray on us.
3: Our ambassadors so. are amazing, by the way. So yeah. we have three ladies that are ambassadors for us. We call them our casual ambassadors. And when we talk about referrals. What what we really look for is building trust. Mm -hmm. And so what we do is we go out to folks that have trusted us, that we've done right by, not because of who they are, but we just did. Mm -hmm. And then they were really positive voices in the community, which we love. And that's what we look for in our ambassadors is positive voices that are trying to encourage other people to be positive about themselves, their body, their sexuality, don't even necessarily have to be swingers. But when we find those folks we cling to them. We bring them, into, we bring them into our community and we go, hey, we'd love for you to ambassador for us, answer questions, help people, be supportive, be positive. I mean, this 30 Days of Laundry that just happened on Twitter, just finished yesterday, is case in point mm-hmm. what it is to build a community. So we, we can't advertise, we can't market, but what we can do is do the right thing by people not just the first time, but yeah. every time.
2: Yeah. And it's it's almost like the old school Macy's policy. If we still do the right thing every time, good things will happen, right? If we have good intentions, good things will happen.
0: if, if and that's kind of our mantra. If you're on twenty on twenty, if you're on Twitter, do a search for hashtag thirty days of lingerie and you'll see what they're talking
2: about. Yeah, you're welcome. By the way, you'll be there for days. Yeah, keep the <laughs> lube and the tissues handy <laughs> because these women are I, so beautiful, and you to, will see a have, lot of
0: hot pictures.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I have to interrupt because they were talking about Black Dragon, and I said, "Been there, done that." And I don't want I want to let everyone know I have not tackled that. However, what I was bad trying dragon. to reference, Bad Dragon, that's what I meant. I know how big that dildo is. It's very, very intimidating.
0: I think Mrs. Ready to Jam was fucking with 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 Mrs. Tango because yeah
2: totally. friends. <laughs> I've I've seen it in person. It's it's really, really intimidating. But even though we ordered a sex was, toy store, This wasn't even the big one. Yeah, no. Well, I, it, was, I it was a bigger
0: one than she uses herself, oh, I think.
2: Same. We recently ordered some toys for ourselves to try. And there was the biggest dildo I've ever seen in my life that showed up and it's on our bed and, and I looked at him, I was like, I that's not for me. So uh do we have something you'd like to you're, talk about? You're not, a big, that's not, going you're to not a big you're
0: not a big fisting person
2: no never got it we're
3: sitting on a fire hydrant this thing is huge (laughs) and it's not even the biggest one we carry and
2: it isn't we thought it like and i looked at the picture i was like this this is almost um i feel it's false advertising because you read the description and it doesn't sound like it looks
3: oh it's but it it, it is we actually have one that's about three times bigger than that it's utterly massive uh, it's the biggest goddamn dildo I've ever seen. Uh, it's like two. No, I want to say it's like two hundred ninety-five bucks, and it's
0: because it's all silicone.
2: It's like thirty-five, forty dollars to ship it.
0: Holy yeah,
3: because we it's don't. So crap.
2: heavy.
0: I, yeah, <laughs> I, I ordered a bunch of uh, dumbbell weights that were less <laughs> than <in> that shipping. <laughs>
2: Dude, if you could lift this thing, I'd be impressed. It's heavy. Uh, yeah. It's huge. Curls. <laughs> Curls, baby. <Yeah.
3: laughs> well, because we try only to carry dildos that are body safe. And we exactly. silicone is a body safe material. It's not porous.
0: Uh, talk real quick when you're talking about that, since you're really, we're getting kind of in the, I mean, we're really, a lot of people confuse us with NPR. I mean, we get that problem a lot. <laughs> but from an educational point of view, talk about cleaning toys. Okay, so
3: cleaning toys is obviously extremely important. Clean your toy after you use it first time. Every time, don't lay there and come and go to sleep and, and don't roll over and take care of it the next day. And what they you go can up. and can't use
0: in terms of cleaning toys. Uh, okay, so go ahead,
3: honey. Yeah,
2: I mean, you can be very basic with it, like... Standard dial soap that'll work, right? it's it's an antibacterial. I prefer to use cleaners that have an antiviral capacity to them. like it's a suspended um, uh, solution in there. that just gives you that added benefit there. And it is important, especially if you're using silicone toys or a silicone hybrid lube, um that you clean them every single time right after you use them because silicone on silicone it will end up swelling and it could deform your toy a little bit. Um, it doesn't really affect the efficacy, but, Still, you want to be um, as hygienic as humanly possible,
0: dude. She used the word efficacy. Yeah, she she's did. a smart chick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my my girl is a
3: <laughs> smart cookie. That's my
2: five dollars for the evening, and I'm out. <laughs> no, so uh,
3: the, these particular products, we we talk about really worrying about sex toy safety. So silicone, uh, you don't want to use anything solvent based, mm-hmm. right? That's really what you don't want to do because it'll make it tacky. It will it will cause damage. How does the average the person even know if it's solvent based? Uh, you probably wouldn't. So, what you want to use something gentle and? What do you recommend? Uh, wicked Foam and Fresh.
2: Yes, that's one of our favorites because it doesn't leave a lot of residue and it's kind. Of, it gives it a nice, good clean without um, minty fresh. <laughs> kind of, yeah, a little bit. Like it's just, it's super like squeaky clean. I'm, I'm a little bit of a germaphobe, so like if I see residue or there's like a residual tackiness, like it, it bothers me. And so, what um, was the
0: name of
3: that again?
2: It's Wicked. Wick,
3: yeah, wicked sensual care foam and fresh.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay.
3: Yeah. It's a great product. Easy to use. Uh and yeah.
2: It's you could literally put it right next to your hand like uh soap in the bathroom. Yeah, it's got a it pump. Looks, it's got a little pump. It's
3: yeah, it's gentle, yeah. but it's antibacterial. And that's really what you want to look for. Now here's the thing. We talk about non-body safe toys like TPE, TPR, those sort of things, which is basically any cheap toy you have out there. That stuff is porous, meaning that your bi- your biological material gets inside those pores. Yeah. And when it does you can't get it out. I don't give a shit how much you wash it. You can throw it in the dishwasher and clean it. And by the way, uh, if you want to clean a silicone sex toy, a really yeah, easy way to do one. it, yeah. throw it in the dishwasher.
2: Yeah.
3: And when it comes out of the dishwasher, off you go.
2: Yeah, because it's sanitized because the way your dishwasher dries and washes it is at a specific temperature that bacteria and viral can, uh, viruses can't live at.
0: Related to that, talk about lubes for toys.
3: All right, you want me to take this or you want to do it?
2: Yeah, there's a lot that goes into lubes and you're. Gonna, I'm going to hand it over to you. But osmolality and mm-hmm. lube type is going to be really important depending on what you're doing, whether it. it's masturbating, vaginal sex or anal sex.
3: Exactly. So what you use a lubricant for is a big deal. So there's two main things that go into lubricants and then we'll talk about how they affect toys because that's really what you're getting at. So inside a lubricant, you have two Excuse major areas. Excuse me just a minute,
1: Mr. Tango. These people are smarter than we are. <laughs>
3: Well, I'm going to make this, I'm going to make this make perfect sense. And I promise I'm not smarter than you. I just did a lot of research. So in this particular case, we have two things that come into play where you're going to stick it. So vaginally or anally and what you're going to do with it. So for vaginal use, pH comes into play a lot. pH is effectively the balance in your vagina. So that balance in your vagina, you want to talk about pH? So beige, that's, how acid, like you that's how acid or base yeah, it is, right? exactly. Acid or base.
2: Yes, exactly. And it's a perfect ecosystem down there. That's how we were built in any time you displace that bad thing. Joe Scientist. Like, yes, right? like va- bacterial vaginosis, for instance. Yeah,
3: this is an opportunity to let yeah. my wife talk.
2: Candida, yeast infections. It's...
3: When your vagina is out of balance, bad things happen.
2: Yes. And it's no fun for anyone when that happens. Now,
3: most of the lubricants that are on the market don't advertise what their pH is. mm -hmm. So you take a water-based lubricant, you put it on a toy or you put it on a penis and you put it inside you and all of a sudden you get a yeast infection two days later. You don't know why. And you blame condom sensitivity and think that you're latex sensitive or that you have an allergy. Yeah. Right. Or you get something like bacterial vaginosis, which is actually a bacteria imbalance in a vagina. It's not an STI. That's a common misconception. So these things happen because imbalances occur. So there are lubricants that are really good for vaginal use and there's lubricants that are really good for anal use, which means you should use the right tool for the job just because it looks like a nail doesn't mean you should hit it.
1: So what is your, (laughs) so what is your, what is your recommended lubricant for vaginal and anal? Yeah.
3: Well, so
0: for vaginal use, by by the way, before you get there, when you talk about canned, whatever i thought candida was a song by torty orlando and dawn right <laughs> <laughs> so, Oh, candida.
2: candida!
0: god i'm showing my
3: age
2: do, 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 i'm do, sorry go do, ahead do, 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 do. Hey. Yeah.
3: Well, so mallory's going to tell you her favorites and then i'm going to tell you the other yeah. side of lubricant because there's one more thing you guys need to know
2: yeah i have two favorites that we use uber lubes right up there um and that's a silicone based lube that's um one of the only ones that is a um, affirmed as a medical device by the FDA. Yeah,
3: and it's and an actual it, medical device. It's yeah. not FDA. It, it, so there's two different ways the FDA approves things, right? It's either FDA approved or they acknowledge it, but they don't actually approve it. Is yeah. there that, anything so
1: they, is that's there any,
2: the favorite fave there, at the Tango House?
0: Is there any toy you can't use Uber Lubon? on?
2: No, you should just clean it afterwards right yeah, away.
0: Clean and, it immediately yeah. afterwards. You're
3: fine like, if you, you clean know, it thoroughly. You're good. I
2: mean, bask in your postcoital like you know, or there, but like post-coital. when you're done.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, that means
2: after you fucked. I mean, yes, right. after you orgasm and or laying there basking in yeah. it. It, it actually right means down.
0: after you fuck not after you yeah.
1: orgasm. So
2: I, I, I have I have Mallory's like health checklist here. So I bask and I'm happy, and then I get up and I go pee because peeing after sex is really important for women to avoid UTIs. Whoa! Um, yeah, you I didn't gotta, know that. I, I
0: gotta take notes.
1: You didn't know that. <laughs>
0: So, no, I just have to pee after we orgasm because I got to pee.
2: No, it's for women. Oh, I'm dude! dude. <laughs> checklist item number two is wash any of the toys that we use. Okay. And checklist number three is don't sleep in the wet spot because that annoys me.
3: And that's where so. she makes me sleep, folks. This is my abuse that you all are hearing about right now. This is why okay. God invented kingside beds so you have room exactly. to move around, right? No, but she demands to be cuddled, and this dick will not suck itself. I keep asking it; it won't do it. So I have to roll <laughs> yeah. over and give her what she wants.
2: Uh, and, the, uh, and to go back to your original question, the dude, other lube that Flexibility. I love. Flexibility. It's actually very, very flexy. I have to admit, as a dude, I was super impressed. So back, fun fact. Back m- to your point.
0: And you did yeah. have one.
2: Yeah. Um, I have another brand that I use, that's liquid. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually a hybrid lube that I, I very much enjoy because I like it also as a p- personal lubricant. You're talking about silk? Silk, yep. Yeah, liquid silk. Yeah, that's one of my favorites, and I'm gen- generally a very lubricated human, anyways. So this is it's just enough for me. Some people find that if they're using toys, Uber Lube may be a better option as far as the viscosity and like how much uh, friction prevention it has. Uh, sure. But those two are my are my personal favorites. Sure.
3: So if for folks out there that are silicone sensitive, because there are some people with silicone allergies, mm-hmm. or at least they think they do, because something bad happened to them, because for example, they were using a toy too long and they decided this like is an what the problem lube? Right like Or thing. using an anal yeah. lube for vaginal, that'll be a problem as well. Uh, you So Sliquid Naturals uh, H2O is an excellent lubricant if you like that, but it's also very hard to get because it's a very good lube and it's very hard to find. So if you do have that problem and you can't find Sliquid, uh, Wicked Sensual Care is an olive oil or an olive extract based lubricant that's actually outstanding and their water is uh, Wicked Aqua. Is there water-based? So if you want to go with a water-based lubricant, that's excellent. So differences between lubricants there, water-based versus silicone-based, water's going to dry up, silicone's not, it's going to stay slick longer. If it's a strictly silicone yeah. lube, you are going to come three times trying to wash it off.
2: I was going to say, this, that's kind of like the test of the quality of the lube, because if it you can't wash it off it's probably not the greatest. Yeah, it's probably a problem.
3: So let's talk about one other thing real quick because I, I know you guys want to move on with this, but I do think this is important. When we talk about pH, that's definitely one part of it. But the other part of it, and the reason we don't use cheap lubricants without fucking names on the bottle because we don't know who made it, we don't know what's in it, is something called osmolality. Osmolality is the ratio of water that passes through a membrane or osmosis. So some lubricants can actually dry you out as opposed to... Mm-hmm. To lubricating you because they cause the water to come from your body, out of your body. So bad osmolality, and there's tons of them. The two worst lubricants in the fucking universe are KY Jelly and Astroglide. And you can buy them at Target. So which is why they're so popular. But they're awful. They're
2: approved for single use only means meaning you insert something once and take it out. They're not meant to have Friction. Yeah,
3: they're surgical lubricants. Yeah. They're meant to put in a hose <laughs> into like a catheter. They're not meant to use for sex. So what happens yeah. is it actually dries you out and then you get micro fissures. It causes micro tears inside your vagina. You end up sore and it also increases your risk of STIs or STDs. So it's actually, friends don't let friends use KY or Astroglide. Point blank fucking period.
1: Mr. Tango, I think these people know what they're talking about. And, and by the way, <laughs> I... And they're oh, <laughs> Oh, I watched a lot of Mister Wizard growing up. A, a lot of
0: our um, feedback from our listeners are a lot of people listening in their car, a lot of people listen in bed. You're probably not taking notes, so I would just say,
1: yeah, where's our piece of paper where we can take notes? Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> here, here, here's the the takeaway. If you're going to order anything of it, any of these things, get a hold of the casual uh, toy folks and just ask them. Honestly, that's the easiest thing in the world you can do.
3: Just shoot us a message. The bottom left-hand corner yeah. says chat with us. Mm-hmm. That goes to us or it goes to the casual offspring, which is our daughter. Uh, and she's actually – she goes to all the trainings from all these folks, works with all of our distributors, works with all our manufacturers. Uh, she's arguably smarter than I am about this stuff at this point.
0: And, here, yeah. and that's a key reason to buy from these guys is that if you order from Amazon, you don't be able to ask these questions. So if you're going <laughs> to order from these guys – Send a chat note to them, send a message to them, and they'll answer all these questions.
1: If you have a relationship with the manufacturer, that's a big deal. You have inside information, you have scientific backing, and that's a big deal. You know what I
3: like, though, is the throat to choke. So when you have a problem,
2: wait, <laughs> <Hey>, what? <laughs> We're getting yeah. dirty now. No, I, well,
3: yeah, not that way, not the way you like it, Mel, but I like. For example, when a customer has a problem, I don't want to just tell you, "Hey, call Wevibe and they'll take care of you." What we do is we go to Wevibe for you. We fill out your RMA request for you, and then we make sure your shit gets handled. There you go. Right? I don't like. I don't like that if you bought something from us, you spent your money with us, you put your trust in us. We're going to make sure you get taken care of. And if they won't take care of you, we will. What
0: is the range of what you sell? We've been talking about toys. Do you sell things outside of toys?
2: L- oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. lubes, condoms,
1: lingerie, lingerie.
2: Yeah, actually, those Keep are going. those are our top three. Honestly, lubes, condom, um, specifically Uber Lube and Unique condoms, which we can talk about Uniques later if you like. Oh my god, I'm, I'm going
0: to ask shit the out question even though I know yeah. the answer, but uh, talk about condoms.
2: I mean, there's a lot of options out there. For me personally, I figured out later in life that I probably should have that I have a latex sensitivity. I'm not allergic. I can use latex, but it does give me a level of discomfort that I don't appreciate Um, and, and angry beaver. would like to avoid if beaver. at all possible. I, it is an sorry. angry beaver.
0: There's a lot of people that can't use latex condoms. Mm-hmm. And there's probably people that don't know that they can't use them. Talk about yeah. that.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's, um, it's not dissimilar to the, um, reaction to, uh, the lube, for example, that creates the microfissures. It creates an inflammation response or histamine response. So like your, your mucosal tissue starts to swell and get inflamed and it becomes uncomfortable, right? It almost, you could almost feel like the swelling that's happening and that's both internal and external at least for me. Um, so moving to a non-latex condom, I found was one really difficult for the guys because they tend to be thicker, right? So then that creates another host of issues where you guys already have you know, in most cases a struggle with a condom in general. Sure. Right. It's, it's both psychosomatic and physical. And then they fucking stink. And excuse my <laughs> language, but not like all condoms, but the non lane and like, let I'm not even going to get in started on lambskin, but they're stinky. <laughs> and like, after you have sex, like there's no round two, let's get down there and have that be all natural because, um, there's, a, it, it, it smells like not, you're
3: licking a Halloween costume. Yeah.
2: A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Like I'm chewing a Ziploc bag. It's you weird.
3: Know, you know, no one's ever wanted to fuck the Gortons fishermen, right? <laughs> and, and you know, they they call them raincoats and they've done it since, you know, I was a, a kid, you know, again, back when Jesus wore short pants and Methuselah around the earth. But, you know, when we talk about condoms, condoms are our number one seller and they're a number one seller because we stand behind the ones we sell. So they're we'll, your we'll, number we'll, one seller. Number yeah. one seller. And we went all the way to Columbia to find these condoms. And these condoms are called Unique. Uh,
0: yeah, you went to Colombia for condoms, right?
3: No, condoms? So I went
0: there for hookers and cocaine,
3: but
2: I found
0: condoms.
3: <laughs> you know they and- have
2: those here in Florida. I'm just like throwing that out there. But- Multitasking. Just saying. <laughs> he just wanted it for a write-off. Well, it was, um. a, it was, a, great, it was
3: a great time. <laughs> All right. So unique condoms are made out of polythylene, which is obviously an entirely different substance than latex. When we talk about the differences between these substances, a couple of things, and we're going to talk about this from the guy's perspective, because Mallory just covered the girl's perspective. From the guy's perspective, putting on a condom is equivalent to taking about 60% of your experience in sexuality away. Now you have to, I mean, God, I hope I can fuck you with the lights on because I can't feel anything. So hopefully I can see something. I know I'm going to be able to smell this burning rubber that's happening down here between our (laughs) legs, but you know.
2: Well, it's always like a race. That's something I've noticed. Like guys are like, what's the fastest I can put this on?
3: Yeah, because I'm going to lose my wood if I don't. Now, here's the other thing. Lubricants matter with condoms. You can't use an oil-based lubricant of any kind, not mineral oil, not coconut oil, not baby oil, not any kind of oil-based lubricant with a condom or the latex condom, or it'll break within two minutes with zero friction. Really? It will just split, right? Oil-based lubricants will split a latex condom like that, like nobody's business in an instant, which means
0: now you're limited to the yeah. type of
3: lubricants you so use. Should and there any, are some women,
0: Is there any reason to use
3: a latex condom? Not if you can afford a unique- Unique, uh, and now, so there's a lot of, so the number one condom in the lifestyle before we came on the scene. Skins. Skins. Yeah. Yep. People use we skin left and right. So SKYN, they're by Lifestyles. <laughs> lifestyle condoms makes them. Uh, they are a polyethylene condom. Uh, it's very similar. It is thinner than latex. It is stronger than latex, but it still feels like
0: wrapping a burlap sack around your dick compared to a unique. And they stink. And they stink.
2: <laughs> and they stink. I have tried,
0: so, I, 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 by the way, just so you know, And we're this old. I tried burlap sacks at one time. Did you? That must have been fun. It was not.
2: I wasn't a fan. No,
1: no,
3: no. You're not a texture girl, huh? No, no, no,
2: no. (laughs) no. Ribbed for nobody's pleasure. So
3: here's the high notes on Unique. Unique is three times thinner than latex, three times stronger. It transfers body heat immediately. Meaning, so the number one sensation you feel in sex is body Body heat. heat. Yep. And with a regular condom, you got to work that bitch up. So yeah, what a lot of people tend to do not, is put lube it, in the condom. Be,
2: yeah, because as tight as those latex condoms are, they really don't reduce your c- circumference markably. Like, no. It's, it's discrimin- like you can't actually feel so, even though it feels like a vice.
3: Yeah. With a late with a yeah. latex condom, we usually tell people to put a little lube inside the condom because right. at least you can feel something, right? Well, with the uniques, we tell you absolutely mm-hmm. don't. We as a matter of fact, you we really want you to should dry off. Any
2: in any condoms. Yeah. Period. We want we you, you to because
3: it, it increases in friction inside the condom, which increases the chance of breakage. So you really shouldn't do that with latex condoms yeah. either, but you do it because it feels good. But in the case of unique, we tell people dry penis. So dry it off if it's after a blowjob, put it on. And once it's on, it's gonna shrinky dink to you once her body yeah, heat hits it. It's gonna oh, what? Shrinky dink. Yeah,
2: shrinky dink. Kind of like cling wrap. Just like, like it's, cling wrap. That's, it it's actually sounds like cling
3: wrap, wrap to you start having sex.
2: Just so you know. Shrinky
1: dinks, cling wrap, totally different things yes
3: oh yeah so i know but if you do if you put if you put your penis in the oven after you do this then it'll become out a cookie
0: i kind of do that all the time anyway we
3: have a, like micro, a key re- ring, we Wait, have a ring. ring.
0: It, it, it's funny you talk about that back uh when we first started back when dinosaurs ruled the earth and we we met with john and ally and and i talked with john and i said okay we're we're gonna try full swap what are your recommendations first thing he said was practice with Mrs. Tango with condoms Mm -hmm. because it's going to be really difficult for you to come with a woman with a condom. I said, dude, you got to be kidding a woman. I don't know, but it is absolutely true that with most condoms, it's a challenge. Mm -hmm.
3: It is. And it's hard to stay hard as well. I'll tell you, you know, if from my experience, just a little, you know, personal anecdote for me, uh, I have always had issues maintaining an erection. As soon as you hand me a condom, it goes away. I'm like, yep, I know what's getting ready to happen. I can I can literally beat this thing with a ball peen hammer. Once I put a condom on, I can't feel a thing. Here's what you're going to find is these condoms, because they feel so good, it's going to change your mental state. Mental states, everything. Repeat again, which ones these are. These are the unique condoms. So if you search condoms on it, they're the first ones that are come up. I made sure of it because they are the best damn condom you're ever going to use. They are not cheap. You get a 10% discount if you do the size sampler, which is one of each size, or if you buy 10 packs or more. Now, you can also get a discount if you buy it with a bottle of Uber Lube because Uberlube is one of our favorites. So if you buy a bottle of Uber Lube and then you buy at least four packs of unique condoms, you get a discount on them as well. Uh, but they are absolutely unbelievable. And my thing about them is, is I'm not trying to sell them, honestly. I just want you to try them. Because they change my world personally. Like when I actually used to think about a condom, I would go limp, and now they don't bother me at all. I just grab one and put it on. I got—I overcame my mental issues. That was a big deal.
2: They also come with like these really awesome stickers that I'm—I'm I'm destined to collect. So they glow in the dark, and they say because when you open them, they're different than normal latex condoms, and you look at it and go, "Oh shit! How? Which way? And Agenda's then you see the, the, the penis sticker go in." yeah you see the sticker and it says insert penis here with an arrow so it shows you which side to use you
0: know it's you 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 say that but i gotta tell you it is a challenge when you're in the middle of everything and you pull a condom out and you try to figure out the
1: way it goes do you ever put one on yourself well, I was just going to ask that
2: because like, I'm a, I do it, it my mouth. I do it with my mouth, I do it with my freaking mouth,
0: pro with her mouth. And it's one of the reasons I, I love her dearly. And everybody we play with loves her dearly. Um, so Mallory puts them on as well. But one of the favorite things that they, when
3: she, so she's so good at putting them on that she can say, whap them right on. But one of the things that I do when I play with a girl is I take the sticker off and put it right above her clit, right on her pussy, just so she knows (laughs) what I'm about to do.
0: So it sounds like a good idea. And this sounds so much like we're, we're shilling for you guys, but really not. But it sounds like a really good idea if you're listening. Get a bunch of unique condoms. And if you're playing with somebody else that doesn't know them, give it to them and let them try it. Oh, we actually had a guy do this. We met him in St. Augustine, him
3: and his wife. Great guy. Uh, and I told him, you get these. You don't like them. I'll take the ones you don't use and give your money back. Right. I, that's how much I believe yeah. in these condoms. They are absolutely amazing. I'm not like trying to sell these. Honestly, I I literally go through probably two, 300 packs a month of these condoms. I mean, we we blow through these things. People love them because once they buy them, I can't prime them out of their cold, dead fingers. So I I sold this guy. some. It he gave them all away because all his friends
2: took them. Yeah.
0: What is your best selling item outside of the condoms?
2: Ooh, that's a good question.
0: Probably the womanizer premium.
2: Yeah. Really? That's
3: We got yes. one of those. Yeah. Which, um,
2: yeah. which one? is that?
0: It's the one that how do you you're going to call you're going to call it a clit sucker, aren't you? Yeah.
1: Oh, I love that. Yeah, we got <laughs> yeah. We, yeah. we actually
0: keep one in the uh in the uh head of our bed.
3: That's what everybody nice. calls them. You know, it's not a Headboard. sucker. It's actually it's actually percussive. It doesn't suck
1: on a yeah, it's,
2: it's all it's based on air displacement. So it feels yeah. like tongue flicking or sucking, depending on how sensitive you are down there and what nerve bundle you put it over, whether it's directly over your clit or just in front of it. Because mm-hmm. you can actually use it for either depending on how you orgasm. I will tell you, um, as
0: a guy, there is a challenge when we're playing for me uh-huh. as a guy to put it in the right place. Let her do it. So, do. So what you do, that toy actually works great really because
3: of the, it's got an ergonomic curve to it. So, have her get face down ass up and put a pillow under her hips and have her use her hand to hold it in place and fuck her from behind.
1: Yeah.
2: I like that idea. How to make Mallory come
0: 101. I'm <laughs> taking notes.
2: Maybe Mrs. Tango too.
0: Yeah. What yeah. normally happens is I will be. Uh, playing, and I will be trying to put it in the right place. And eventually, Mrs. Tango gets a little frustrated, and she takes it out of my hand and puts it. In
2: right a <laughs> yeah, a little. I was gonna but, say, like my my reaction is immediately take your hand, put it where I want it. Now it's your job to keep it there. Yeah, right.
3: <laughs> well, so the woman so, I,
0: that is your number one seller.
3: I'd say okay. it, It and I, I mean, there's probably a couple totally others vying yeah. for position. Uh, but the reason that, that we sell a lot of Womanizer is because we get a message from somebody, I mean, every day that says, what do I want? And and I'll ask a couple of questions. I'll say, do you like penetrative sex? Do you like clitoral stimulation? What is it that you're really into? And the answer varies from person to person. But the reason we love WeVibe, first of all, the Womanizer has a five-year, no-bullshit warranty.
2: It has an that orgasm
3: guarantee. Too. Four years longer than any other sex toy manufacturer. Four years longer. So for five years, these things are good for about 100,000 miles. Mallory's gone through a few of them. And, you know, the reality is when you burn it out, they'll send you another one. No bullshit. You're, no questions you're asked. You're kidding. Nope. No. They'll send you another one. No. So if you, if you ride that thing six hours a day.
2: It starts smoking. They got you. They got
3: you. And it's, it's silicone and ABS plastic, so it's body safe. It has 10 modes. It's ergonomically shaped. It comes with two different size heads, but you can buy large heads for it. So if you're a girl that's blessed with a clit of significance, then you can actually get a larger head for it if you want. That may be my favorite
0: phrase of the night, a
1: clit of
0: significance. <laughs> right?
1: Hey, not all clits, not all pussies are made the same. I know that. No,
3: I know that. You know what? The Volvo pro- project. That's right. Yeah. And some girl, some girls were just born to show these boys who couldn't find it exactly what they were missing. So,
0: so, so Let me ask you: If a couple approaches you and they are just start starting to explore toys in their play,
1: what's the thing you're going to ch- tell them to use first?
0: Well, what's first of all? Is it for her, for
3: him, or for them? Because toys aren't just for girls they're
0: not just for boys and they're not just for couples so let's take two things the woman says okay i want something just for me to get off when he's not around and the second one is what should we get for us to play with when we're together
3: okay so first things first is talk about it
0: then communicate just like the lifestyle
3: communications everything Because some guys actually get jealous of sex toys. So does it turn you on to watch her get her off or know that she gets off? You got to have that conversation because there are people out there that if a woman buys a dildo, she has to hide it from her husband or her boyfriend because they're going to get wound up and get jealous of a piece of silicone. And that causes an argument. And now we're not sexy anymore. Mrs.
1: Tango says that's stupid.
2: Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> so but, does Mallory. But, but I, but I, but
1: I t-
0: understand t- that. We're not all in the lifestyle. Yeah. And, sure. and I understand a guy being worried that the toy is going to get her off easier than I do.
3: I hope so. Because sometimes it's a lot of goddamn work. Let's get some help in here. Right. Yeah.
2: Hey.
3: <laughs> no, Mallory, go ahead and answer it now that we got the communication thing out of the way.
2: Yeah. I mean, that's, and it's going to be very specific to the wants and desires of the couple, like you said, him, her, or both. Um, I know we've seen an uptick in conversation regarding anal play, and that's for both male and female. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, anal's not necessarily taboo in our circles, but I think from a male perspective, like pegging, for Mm -hmm. example, that's been something that we have conversations around more often than I would have anticipated at this point. But it's also very refreshing that people are entertaining that idea and not having bias or hesitations or taboos about it. Or prostate play in general. Prostate play in general, Yeah.
3: For male toys. Um,
2: And that's for both male masturbation solo play and couples play. More couples play than I would have guessed two years ago. So tell me. Yeah,
3: I did. Go ahead.
2: Tell me a little bit about
1: uh, prostate play.
3: Well, so prostate play effectively is either digital simulation uh, for the male prostate during a blowjob, a hand job, uh, any of that sort of stuff. uh, Or it could be prostate toys like the the Aneros Helix. Uh, the WeVibe Vector or two prostate toys. They're in—they're vibrators that are intended to stimulate the male prostate during sexual activity. That could be masturbation uh, or it could be sexual activity, but I tend to recommend either lazy dog or uh, girl on top positions for that because anything else and it'll come rocketing out of your ass and kill the dog.
1: <laughs>
2: <So>. <laughs>
0: Mallory, could you take over from here?
1: I
2: have I- a <laughs> question. I have a question: Do y'all test everything that you uh, sell? Oh God, I wish no. My vagina would be very, very busy. Very we have Forty-one thousand have, light items, have Mrs. Vision. Tango. How to do we do rely uh, very much on feedback uh, from our clientele and the community in general uh, ambassadors. for and ambassadors, friends, you name it. Um, for stuff that we haven't tried, we we do our best to try uh, vendors and types of product. Just so we're well versed in it, and we do go to a lot of trainings. Um, it would literally—I don't know if it, we had to use forty thousand products. Doing the math, I think it'd take me about a hundred years. Yeah, <laughs> to, we do lean—we do lean on, we do 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 lean on people done. we
3: trust, yeah. right? Our ambassadors, our friends, other content creators, uh, you know, people that we've we've sent stuff to and gone, hey, give this a whirl because we just don't have time. And you know, that last question that you asked, the first question that I always ask is. How does she get off already? If we're just getting into sex toys. How do you get off now? I mean, are you a belly masturbator or a back masturbator? Do you like clitoral stimulation right, or internal not stimulation? Every
2: girl, some girls are either or factors. Yeah. Not all of them can do both in its clitoral or internal.
3: So a lot of times people will be like, get a rabbit. This used to be, by the way, back, we'll go back to like the 90s. The rabbit was the rage, right? Doc Johnson came out with this toy called the rabbit, which was a dildo with a you clitoral stimulator. Yeah. yeah. And it had these rotating beads and all this crazy shit going on. And that was like the sex toy du jour. And it was like 300 bucks when it came out because it had all this crazy shit going on but the reality was oh yeah yeah so but the thing of it was it was supposed to stimulate all these different areas and all these different nerve bundles in in the female body and what about women who didn't have never found their g-spot didn't know it existed well that toy doesn't really affect that area on all women but if they say it does because if you go out and buy a toy it says it's a g-spot toy if you don't know where your g-spot is how the fuck are you gonna find it one of our top sellers today is a product called the enjoy pure wand. It That's is a stainless yeah. steel weapon of mass destruction.
2: Whoa. It's, it, you could actually use it as self. De- Seriously. I you don't could use know. This Mr. Tango. Yeah. If I want a pair for self-defense. Yeah. What is because it? Because they're, I, Oh, it, they're heavy. They're curved. It's, it's a little intimidating to look at once you see it and see its length, stainless steel style. It's stainless, stainless steel. steel it looks almost like the Nike check mark. It's tapered. It's tapered. It's got um, uh, stainless steel balls on each end of it, but it's buy one, buy, its intention buy one, buy one, is. Buy one, buy one.
3: It was literally <laughs> built to make women squirt.
2: It is so yes. It's a pressure play it's a,
3: Yes, it's a pressure play. And a play. lot of
2: women don't know that they can orgasm from pressure. And the the pressure play for everyone is going to be a little fickle. There's, there's going to be the small threshold where it's just enough or too much.
3: Yes, it targets the G-spot.
2: Yeah, and the G-stop's kind of a fallacy. It targets a ner- your nerve bundle. The nerve bundle. Yeah.
3: Right, which is directly behind the pubic bone. And so it's actually arced, And I know that Mrs. Tango has a question on the tip of her tongue, but it's actually art. And it's not. a So when you when we look at penetration as men, we want to take something and we and I know you can see me right now, but we want to ram it in and out like this. Right. But that's not necessarily how women get off. I mean, you're not pounding. You're not punching it to death. If you're a woman, right? what he just did was scary. Exactly. Or but, and, it was amazing. Or it depends on how you get off. Right. <laughs> but this particular exactly. is meant to have a rocking motion. It's a rocking motion that causes pressure behind the pubic. And what bones, was the name again? It's the enjoy pure wand. Cool. And like I said, it's a, it's, it is a $120 stainless steel weapon of ass destruction.
0: Mrs. Tango <laughs> is writing that on her notes on her phone. As we speak, it does one. Ama- I tell you what, uh, there's a,
3: so in the Joneses uh, community, we, we moderate their sex toy chat and, it's our number one seller in that community. I'm pretty sure everybody in the We Got a Thing community has one of these things because it is the squirt du jour. It's, people love it.
2: Yeah. I was, I'm not gonna lie, I was skeptical because I've never been a pressure girl. I've been a friction girl and I've been um a clitoral girl like all day, every day, all of my life. I've always been clitoral stimulated driven. Yeah. Um, so it took us a couple times. The first time he found the pressure point, if I was, I'm convinced if I was going to squirt, it was going to happen then because yeah. I lost all control of like myself. Really? She had no
3: faculties. Yeah. yeah. So I, I got 458 of those in on a Monday and by Friday they
0: were gone. You know, well, you know our didn't. email address, <laughs> yeah. uh, look for an order for one of those tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> one thing oh, yeah. I do need to interject here. We, we told people when we we're doing the six the sex toys episode that we would have a little contest and tell us your, your best sex toy story. And you guys have seen this already. So I, oh,
2: I, but I've been waiting all night. For I, this. this is yeah, great. I've this a is a, a great story.
0: story. <laughs> Mr. And Ms., Mrs. Lake Ozark. That's the name they go by. They've been listeners mm-hmm. since the very beginning. They've hanged in there with hanged <laughs> hanged. It, that whistle
1: pig. We stuff, we, we hung, ate from
0: they the, have the hills. hung in there for a, a long time. They live on a farm. They live at a place where you can't accidentally go to their house. And one day, some guy, she said, he's about twenty-five years old, rang their doorbell and said, "I'm trying to recover basically a weather balloon, and the GPS tracker says it's about two hundred yards west from your here. And can I look for it?" And they said, well, well, sure, but that's out in the woods. So they looked, and after they looked and looked, he said he couldn't find it. It must be in the top of a tree. He came back a couple of times with some other people, never could find it.
1: So Mr. Um, Lake Ozark, Lake Ozark uh, went out and did his own search, and he found he found the parachute. That's the word I want.
0: And we have a picture of what it looks like. We'll post it. on Which Twitter. we will
1: post. They retrieved the device <laughs> they set it aside a few weeks few months later the the young man came by and he um said can i go look again he says oh no 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 we have found the, the weather the weather device and the guy asked, said
0: did you find the counterweight that was on it and oh, we got a yeah. picture here oh, we yeah. posted on twitter the counterweight was a huge
1: Bad Dragon Dildo. Bad
0: Dragon Dildo with a GoPro. And we've got a picture of it. Apparently, they attached this this Bad Dragon uh, GoPro.
1: And it made it to 4,500.
0: To a balloon. It went up to 45,000 feet. I would have said bullshit on that. But we've got a picture. We shared it with uh, uh, Mickey and Mallory. And it looks like one of those things the guys from the space shuttle take... You can you can see the curve of the earth. It went up to forty thousand
1: feet.
0: It traveled a hundred and seven miles according to the GoPro. And there's this picture we have. I'll post this to on Twitter. Of this well, bad have- of this bad dragon that is above the atmosphere, basically. And the guy came back and he said, Did you find it? And he said, Yeah. He said, Did you found the counterweight? He said, "Oh, that bad dragon dildo. Yeah, it's still on there. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so,
0: so, so we're gonna post the pictures. I think that if they told bad dragon about this, they'd probably get a free toy or two. Oh
2: my gosh! And I, I, uh, I,
0: um, <laughs> so that Mr. story Dammit. deserves
2: oh, it a does. Swag I'm, pack. I'm I'm convinced the gentleman you're talking about is Jeff Bezos, and that was the the first flight." <laughs>
0: He actually reached out to Kate at a Wanderlust because he had, he didn't know what the bad dragon was. And he had heard her talk about on the Wanderlust, which used to be the uh, Down Under. Uh, Swinging icon. Down Under. Yeah, and he reached out to Kate and he said, do you know what this is? And she said, yeah, that's a bad dragon uh, dildo. So, Mrs. Tango, what are we going to give them as the winners?
1: Uh, we will reach out, be reaching out to you in the next few days, and we will be sending you off a lovely
0: Tour Montego swag back.
1: <laughs> are we? Uh, we we'll send to- them say,
0: and shot glasses and things like that along that Picture, line. Pictures of your butthole, pieces of cheese. Do y'all sell? S- do y'all sell big toys like the Sibian, like the the Motor Bunny? We do. Like uh, so, we we carry Motor Bunny.
3: Uh, we are actually the only online retailer of motor bunny that doesn't have a brick and mortar. Uh, so we're pretty proud of that. Uh, we love motor bunny. We have a great relationship with those guys and we've been carrying them for a long time. We've been a motor bunny customer for a long time. Uh, we bought ours years ago. Uh, we don't have a buck. We just have the regular motor bunny, but you need to get
1: toy. a buck. Seriously.
2: <laughs> yeah. We've been talking promise, about it for a while. You. Yeah, yeah so. I've been looking at a few fucking machines that should go in our repertoire here. But,
3: you know, the fornicatorium is strong, yes. so we'll just continue to add. If it you ever want to try ours, <laughs> you're welcome to try it out before you buy one. Yeah. I, you know, I, that, I, I looked at those pictures of that bad dragon that y'all had, you know, floating at 45,000 feet. I just want to hear the air traffic controllers conversation <laughs> that day. Like, you know, be on the lookout. There's a giant dick at 45,000 feet, approximately these coordinates right i mean i, I want to hear that's all i really need to but hear, you do but, carry the motor body we do carry i didn't the motor know bunny. that they sold that anything other than direct no yeah that's well that's just it that's what we're proud of it because we have a great relationship with those guys and they know who we are and they know what we do and they believe in what we do uh which and i'm happy to say that we've we've done well with them and we're very pleased to have them uh there are other stuff out there i mean we we affiliated uh with uh high massager for a while uh, which is a pretty cool product but yeah you know, it's it wasn't something that we moved enough of that made it worthwhile for yeah, us Yeah I think but. it
2: has a very specific demographic and it's still a great product, great product but yeah, we great do toy. like sex position aids like Liberator Oh Liberators That's a great one for sex, us yeah You know I, I've
0: heard about the Liberator toys a lot I mean furniture a lot
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: It's unbelievable we have a shitload of it <laughs> Do you, I mean is it really worth it Oh, God. Yes.
2: Yes. Very much so. Especially if you're and I mean, obviously, very young people can use it, too. But like I have inherent <laughs> hippie issues and I've had them since I was in my teens. So like uh, position age, like the wedge or the S um, for anything that is on my belly or on my side um, has right been very helpful. So the the wedges. When there's a few different flavors of them, they, they literally look like these little triangles, right? Little pyramids. Um, and they come in different sizes and different lengths so that you can use them for, on your back or on your belly to help effectively keep your hips up in the air without stressing your joints. Yeah, it's a positioning so much, aid. Which, which gives you more stamina in that position as well. And then you're not being smushed in the bed. We also have a bed that doesn't have springs in it. Um Which you get, you know, you give one, you get two back. Yeah, right. (laughs) And that doesn't happen with our bed. So, like, you really have to mean it. And the S is a curved, a chaise lounge, for lack of a better description, that allows you to have several different positions for riding, uh, bent over, fucking, eating, sucking. um, That gives you a level of comfort. I found for actually giving head, the S has two predominant curves that almost look like a camel's humps, but one's lower than the other. And if he's laying there. Um, with his back against the high hump, and I put my hips on the lower hump for uh, a blowjob. That, like, I I'm the most comfortable giving a blowjob in that position out of anything I've ever experienced. By the way, my she's not talking
3: about you know. me when she says he. It was someone else that she blew in that
2: chair. <laughs> I don't know. So, it's if you're been gonna recommend, years. if
0: you're gonna recommend one liberator for somebody to start with, what would you recommend?
2: Um, I I'm, see if we say the same thing I'm biased to the wedge I, was gonna I say think the wedge that's as well. a great intro product And they also come with a, a slit in there That you can insert like your Hitachi magic wand Or another wand vibrator So that you yes Yes, yes. Mm-hmm it will actually hold it in place for it'll you. it will hold it in place for you. It's hands-free at that point.
3: Yeah, they have multiple toy mount toys. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, there's there's probably five or six different ones yeah. off the top of my head uh, that Liberator makes. So you can actually ride your toy yourself. You can use your toy in multiple positions. There's dildo mounts for these guys. Uh, there's a, So when we talk about Liberator, one of the biggest challenges we get is people go, well, I can get the same thing on Amazon cheaper. Right. No, you can't. You get a knockoff on Amazon. Yeah, the I- foam that Liberator uses will last you four I
2: swear it's made. It's was made for NASA because I've had this wedge thirteen years now, almost like it's brand new. It it's kept the shape. I just wash the cover, keep you know lint roll it because it is black and we live in Florida. There's a lot of lint and like Mm -hmm. dust here. They'll sell
3: you a new cover if you need one.
2: They'll sell us. I can buy a new cover. I never had to because the covers wash so well. Mm -hmm. It's kept its shape. It's never reduced its integrity. So for my people,
3: favorite Liberator product, I'm sorry, go ahead. but my favorite Liberator product which is going to matter to y'all, especially since we just talked about the enjoy, is the fascinator. The fascinator Ooh, yeah, is, is great their squirting squir- blanket. Yep. Cool. And and it comes in it comes in king size, so you can put it over you your bed and throw. It,
2: Well, not only that, you can get the sheet version of it. Mm-hmm. So it's like fitted sheet for any uh queen or king, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And and for people that can't really uh relate to that, if you've ever bought a mattress, and uh, after like
1: buying a mattress a year is or two, the worst, it
0: starts to sag. I mean, uh, you'll know what she's talking about in terms of it keeping its shape. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, you really have good. to use higher quality foam for it to keep its shape like that. Mm-hmm. And that's the difference between the cheap and and something that's high end. We have a knockoff
3: Liberator S, and it's got like a wood frame, and it's skinnier and. I keep trying to give it to people that come over to visit, and my kids' friends are like, "No, we don't want it."
0: I, I gotta tell you, for us who are in a situation where our kids would, I've I've talked about telling my mom that we're in the lifestyle just to accelerate her death from a heart attack, so I could <laughs> get her inheritance, Mister her. <laughs> i can't imagine telling my kids about a, a lifestyle toy uh our,
1: I, asked, I think our kids probably yeah, not be surprised
0: I anyway i don't want to hear anything about that uh <laughs> our kids are all adults when one of one last poll we asked people if you use sex toys when you're playing with another couple and about 13 percent said no way in hell uh 25 24 said rarely the majority, 42 percent said sometimes," and about a fifth of them said "Always."
1: Liz, that surprise y'all? Hmm. I th- the
3: hell nope is actually lower than I thought it would be, because there's so many people we talk to that are so tripped out by sex toys. I mean there's you know I mean I think there's, there's guys I think that Mallory has has met that get tripped out by sex toys, and they've completely like threw them off their game because she had a sex toy with her, and I think that that's more common than 13 percent, honestly. Guys just get flipped out.
0: You know, for us, I think typically, and Mr. Tango's got to take a quick break. Uh, I think (laughs) typically, when we first play with a couple, we don't use a sex toy, except for when we go to events, we typically have Sibian parties, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: or we will tell people if you've never tried a Sibian and you want to try it. You can come to our room or a motor bunny. Now you can come to our room and try it. If you want to try it without us, we'll leave the room. But other than those, the first time we play with a couple, we usually don't use a toy. I don't know why it it just, we normally don't, but I mean, about 42% uh, say yes. So if somebody gets a hold of you and they're in chat, and they say, we want a toy to play with other couples. What would you recommend?
3: Well, I think the, the low hanging fruit is probably a double ended dildo. That's probably the most common toy that two girls would use together.
2: Yeah. And I think the girl on girl play is probably the most expected or common dynamic when you're talking about two hetero couples or at least two couples that have, you know, a man and a woman each. Uh, that end up you know with that sort of dynamic. So I think that's a good one—a double-ended dildo. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, that would definitely sure. be one. Um, something else that we hadn't really wand. touched on—a uh, wand,
2: rechargeable, waterproof wand—is another mm-hmm. one.
3: Those are excellent, non-penetrative too, so a little safer. Uh, but something else that we haven't even touched on here, and that a lot of couples do get into this when they play, and we're talking about couples play, is light bondage or light spanking type play. So things like floggers, soft really? floggers. Uh, cuffs, underbed restraints, restraints, underbed restraint systems, hog tie sets. Um, A lot of people will play with that sort of thing, especially like a hog tie set where, you know, maybe one girl has restrained and the other three people will focus on that person. Mm -hmm. So they'll all do that together while she's restrained or blindfolds is another example of something that would work in that case. So light bondage, nothing too extreme uh, is pretty common in couples play. Do
0: y'all use toys a lot? with yeah. other couples
2: hello my name is mallory and i'm a habitual masturbator and a toy connoisseur um from a couple's perspective uh not frequently we've definitely done the motor bunny thing um a one double-ended dildo here and there but it's not a core set of our play when we're with couples i'd say it's more um not quite an outlier, but just less frequent than it would be with, with toys, I guess. Now, you, um, now, habitual play partners, different story.
0: Yeah, you mentioned the double dildo, and Mrs. Tango was extremely bi.
2: Hello, I'm also bi-furious. We could <laughs> bond over this. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, um not
1: by curious There's No, she curious. said furious. Furious. i F- F-, 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 F, F. I've never used a um, double-headed dildo. And they mm-hmm. kind of intimidate me. What would you recommend?
2: So I have a favorite and it and it's really gonna come down to the girth, whether or not that's something you're comfortable with. It's not super girthy, but it's probably um of the the just above average standard. It's by um a company. Um, it's Blush Ruse. Mm-hmm. And it's Blush believe it's six, B-L-U-S-H. Yes, and they're one of my favorite dildo companies, period. Hands down. Quality, body safe, versatility, textures, different flavors, links. It's like you name it, they sell it.
3: Well, not so not everything Blush makes is body safe. uh,
2: The Ruse. Yeah, but the
3: Ruse line is, and there's Blush is a very broad line sex toy manufacturer. So of the really big broad line manufacturers, Blush is actually quite good for cost versus quality. So the recommendation
0: is just ask you guys. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, you. we're an encyclopedia of knowledge when it comes to this stuff. But the ruse is, is definitely my favorite. It's not opposable, So there's a lot of posable double-ended dildos out there. Yes. And most of them are not body safe.
0: Now, yes. When you say opposable, talk about what you mean.
2: <laughs> so that means that it's got a mechanism that kind of like a connects toy. Like when you were children, that you would put all these little like balls and, and rods together so that they would pose in different shapes. Like you can do it like it's a little posable toy. It'll hold like, its position. It'll hold its position. Erector a Mickey extra, sets. Erector yes, erector sets. Sets. Thank you. Thank you. But most of those are not body safe. They also have vibrating ones, which I'm not an internal vibrator person. Um, so I've always shied away from those. There's some of those that aren't body safe. A lot of them are, especially on the higher end. I think Doc Johnson makes one. Um, Shots makes one. There's a There's a couple other manufacturers that make the vibrating ones, which people love. If you're into that, I'm just not one of those girls Mm -hmm. so
3: yeah the nice part about the ruse is that it's good quality it's not super expensive for what it is a lot of the the better quality And it's
2: slim and technically it's a slimmer version because a lot of double-headed especially the jelly ones are like mega mondo thick mondo girthy and those are intimidating and again not body
3: they call this one slim so the the ruse double dong is called a slim but it's it's an inch and a half uh across it's four point seven inches in circumference, so that that works out if you do the math.
0: Uh, but and, and it's just it's an it's average size. It's an nice average size for a double. I dog. think for Mrs. Tango, she would like when they're using it when it's fully inserted for the pussies to be as close together as possible. So a shorter one might
3: be good. Uh, a shorter one might be good for her then because that's eighteen inches long and that means you're gonna be well, putting in, the, you know, seven the to eight shortest, inches each.
2: I was gonna say the shortest ones available on the market, I believe, are sixteen inch. Twelve.
0: Okay. We have okay. a couple of twelve inchers.
3: The, yeah, the Safix,
2: body
0: safe. Sapphic swingers, which are good, not body safe. Uh, which are good <laughs> friends of ours. Uh Sapphic swingers, we asked them and they recommended something that I think they were messing with us.
2: <laughs> yeah, that
0: we ordered the wrong size. Because it was humongous Um,
2: Yeah, because if I know them well enough They say lesbian-sized very intentionally
0: Yes, indeed (laughs) Uh,
1: A couple more questions Sure Uh,
2: What are your
1: um, Things that are hidden gems That uh, The Normal person that we're shopping On your website Wouldn't know to look for
2: that Can are the one. best thing. Yeah. That's I, you, Mama. Okay. We're I think I think we should both pick one. So one of mine is the We Vibe Moxie. What I love about this toy, it's a panty vibe. But if you've ever used a panty vibe that you maybe got from the sex toy store or bought on Amazon, you know, on a Saturday night after you've been drinking, is they never work for your body <laughs> type. The panties are the panties are either like super tiny. They were built for, you know, someone with a size double zero hip. Um, the vibrator in it is cheap. It never hits you in the clit. It's always in your butthole or like not placed right. (laughs) Like it's never placed there. This is a, this is a magnet. So it's got a remote control. It's got an app and then the actual vibrator itself, it's got a magnetic piece. And then the actual vibrator where you put it in your existing panties and position it to where you are comfortable. And then the fun really starts. You can either a give someone the app to control it and they can be there with you in person or 2,000 miles away and it doesn't matter. Or you can give somebody the remote and say you're out on date night having sexy dinner or you're with a couple and maybe both you ladies are wearing it and you exchange it with the different partners. There's a lot of opportunity for an immense amount of fun. And I'll I'll be perfectly honest. I have absolutely played with this toy by myself Mm -hmm. just because like it's a fantastic toy and for a small vibrator its power and its battery life are admirable we have tried remote control vibes but that was a gazillion years
0: ago we were even in the lifestyle and yeah and you're exactly right we never find one that hit the right spot i think is the primarily issue right or
2: they're like clunky and awkward where they have this long cord with like this huge like controller absolutely that you have to like like hide in your pocket. And it looks like you're carrying a switchblade and a beeper.
3: Well, and like we said earlier, and to Mallory's point, you know, every woman is shaped differently. And so if you have to use the panties with the pocket that they gave you, then it's one size fits none. It's like a crescent wrench. Yeah,
2: and I'm not a big girl. I'm an average size woman. And those panties have never fit me. Like no. I've never got them over my thighs. So
3: what's yeah, the Chinese sizes?
2: <laughs> <laughs> so what's the, the, the toy that you would
1: recommend um, for wearing while out and about on a date night that doesn't sound like you've got a Sibian under the table.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: so when, so Mallory mentioned the WeVibe Moxie and if you are a fan of Love Ents, which you guys have the Love Ents Lush 3, uh, Love Ents has the best app.
2: Oh yeah. I it's think. It's beautifully designed from a technology and user interface perspective. I
3: think WeVibe makes the best toys and Levence makes the best app. But their toys are also very good. So Lovence's version of the Moxie, because it's a knockoff of the of the Moxie, is called the Fairy, F-E-R-R-I. Mm-hmm. And it's also a wee bit quieter than the Moxie, but the yes, Moxie's is. not loud by any means. No. So the Moxie or the Fairy are both nice, quiet toys, but I'm going to give you the other side of that since you asked I mean, for if it. If you lean into enough.
2: the vinyl booth, like you're pushing on it, maybe it'll make some or noise Or one of those plastic chairs
3: at your kids' school. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right?
3: Like Excuse me. Right? Sorry about that. Let me lean back. Uh, uh probably a church pew would do it too, but i if you do that, you Ooh. gotta tell us about it. come on casual swinger. I can't wait to have you on that uh yeah. but so, roll,
2: please where
3: okay. I would actually go with this uh if you really want to keep it as discreet as possible, something insertable like the Lovin's lush three or the we vibe jive the we vibe jive is actually the original
2: jive yes uh
3: and 11th the 11th lush kind of came on the scene after the fact because of cam girls so cam girls had this pinks this pink string sticking out of their pussy and these people were allowed to control it nobody could figure out what it was well that's how they that was their claim to fame is they actually had the api built where you could actually control the vibrator through the cam software on chatterbait so that's where that actually came from. That's how they grew their business. And it was brilliant on their part, but the toy already existed. It was called the WeVibe Jive. Uh, so the WeVibe Jive or the Love and Slush 3 are going to be excellent toys for you know surreptitiously getting your groove on while you're out and about. Both of them have Bluetooth controllers. They also have apps, so you can control it from your phone. You can control it long distance, or you can control it uh, while you're you know
0: sitting right next to them with a little remote controller. Now, I'm sure people now, are wondering when you say long distance, how long are you talking? Thousands
3: about? of miles. Yeah. Like, you can be in California, she can be in Boston, and you can make her pop.
2: You know, and I wish this technology was available when we were dating long distance because we did, like, security <laughs> cameras and, ma- like, master we like, did. mutual masturbation. I usually like, use like, IP cameras. I sent her one. Yeah. But because the, the apps were not available, it wasn't a thing back then. But now, like... Having that distance, people who travel a lot for a living, um, it's a great option to stay connected.
3: Yeah, it really is. And we're
2: like play partners. We oh yeah. always meet play partners that are in other states. Like it's yes, you can it's play insane. a little. So like this is something we're trying to incorporate into our mix.
3: Yeah, I had a couple of fun things I was trying to do, but I'm going to throw one out for guys real quick because you asked about favorite toys, and Mallory kind of threw that one. I'm out sorry, there. I
2: took no, it's over. okay. I just
3: want to throw one out for guys because guys and sex toys. I think I I, I think we've really started to come on into this and understand that, you know, whacking off is not just about reaching down and stroking one off while she's in the shower before she comes out and wants to go do something for the day, right? Sometimes it's it's something that you can actually make time for and put thought into. And when that happens, there are toys out there that are meant to help you do that. Obviously, Fleshlight has, you know, made it famous, masturbators, things that are shaped like pussies, things that are shaped like asses, but it doesn't have to be shaped like that. As a matter of fact, it can be convenient. Yeah. And it can be a quality product. Yeah, Tenga. Well, that's exactly yeah, what I was going to say. great one. is yeah. the Tenga Flip Orb. So T-E-N-G-A Flip Orb. Now, the thing about the Flip Orb that's really cool is that it actually comes in a couple of different types and sizes, orange crash and textures. blue rush, different yep. textures, different size. So it has balls in it. The Flip Orb has a selection of little round balls inside of it that create texture as you slide in and out of it. Now, my favorite thing about the Tenga Flip Orb is, is that it actually opens up, it cracks open right down the middle for cleaning after the fact so you can actually get it clean. The thing about most masturbators, whether it's a blush masturbator or a fleshlight masturbator or anybody else's masturbator, is you got to fill the fucking thing with water and shake it like a martini before (laughs) you can get it clean.
2: It, that's a true story, and it's very messy and it's not hygienic.
3: So, what you if you could actually clean. crack it open and clean it all the way out and know that it's clean? And by the way, leave it open, let it dry, and close it back up when you're done. And by the way, when you close it up, it comes with a handy little cap to slap over the end of it, keep the dust and the funk out of it until you're ready to use it again. Clean. Is it's a good. Fantastic toy. Feels great. Everybody that's bought one from us on my recommendation has said, This is amazing. The only person I don't recommend this to is somebody with a preternaturally huge penis. Uh, big yeah. di- big dicks are a problem for masturbators. There's a couple of them out there. We've got a couple for big men, but they don't have some of these it's great just not, features. Yeah, it's
2: not prolific. Like I think the sex toy industry has decided that if you are well endowed, that you are getting enough and you don't That's
3: need to. That's If you got a big dick, you're lucky enough. Fuck you, Sidem. And what was the name of that one again? Tenga Flip Orb. Now, Tenga makes a couple of other nice things too. Oh, yeah, I'll just go ahead and throw that out Yeah, the disposable
2: ones. Yeah, the eggs.
3: eggs. The Tenga egg is only like six bucks and it's a throwaway. You basically pop it out of the egg. You use the masturbator and you can use it a few times and chuck it. Uh, So Tenga makes a couple of really neat
2: sleeve or like I called it a pot holder. The first time I saw it, I was like, it looks like a textured pot holder. Well, I'll be damned. It's it's a great quality, like textured item. And if I was a dude with a penis, like I would think that felt really great because I like used it on my arm, even though like Mm -hmm. my arms. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Now, the thing it's about not. these toys, by the way, um, number one, don't share them because they are made of TPE. The Tinga is. Most Tenga products are made of TPE, but they're not insertable. Which, you're not putting these in a girl. So it's okay. It's yours. Don't resell it on eBay. It will hold your biological material no matter how many times you clean it. After six to eight months, any toy that's made of TPE, TPR, or anything, you should probably
0: replace it, whether you're a guy or a girl.
3: Okay.
0: <laughs> I hope that the squadcast thing works because I just realized that my record button on my Procaster had turned off somehow. Uh, I think you're fine. It's still recording. Yeah. And it does work. Trust me. And, uh, okay. Next question. Is there anything we haven't asked you about that you want to tell people about?
2: Oh, that's a great question. Um, no, I don't think
0: so. Actually,
3: I have one thing.
2: <laughs> I have that?
3: one thing. And I think this is one of the most important things. And I think this is what people love about casual toys, maybe more than anything. There is no question you can ask us that's going to leave us going, what the fuck is wrong with you? That yeah, That's never no. the answer. <laughs> that, okay? Yeah. No,
2: seriously, there's no judgment here. And there's a, almost a hundred percent chance we've heard that question before. And if we have not, we will go to the edge of the earth to find the answer not just like what the answer just a single manufacturer gave us. We're going to go research. Yeah, you know, the we, have answer. A, we have friends in the medical field. We have people that have invented products that we sell. You know, there's a, we, if we have to, we will crowdsource this information from trusted advisors in the industry. God,
3: nothing makes me matter than when people bullshit and answer for somebody that's looking for help. So one of the things that we'll tell you is if we don't know the answer, we'll go. Mm, I don't know, yeah, yeah. but give me a couple of days, come back and see me again, or wait for my answer, and we will get you an answer. Yeah, we are,
2: we are very much invested in the ability to have the best sex you possibly can in your life, and I, I think it's really important. People undervalue it, unfortunately, in in mainstream.
3: I don't want I don't want anyone in this lifestyle in this community that we're both a part of. You guys, us, right? You guys have certainly been ambassadors longer than we have, but we're so blessed to be here that I feel like we have a responsibility. We have a responsibility to this community to make sure that they don't, it's not just that I don't want them to want to go anywhere else. I don't want them to be able to imagine going anywhere else because the service they receive, the the answers they receive, the knowledge they receive, the dedication they receive. I don't worry about competitors at Casual Toys. We don't compete with anybody else. We compete with ourselves.
2: Yeah. And at the end of the day, even if they don't buy from us, I'd rather have somebody be better educated and safer than we are today. hundred percent. Because that's something I was lacking for many, many years until we started moving towards this.
0: That's a great point because I think those of us who have been in the lifestyle for a long time and surrounded by people in the lifestyle take it for granted that we're surrounded by people that talk about this stuff and we forget Mm -hmm. that most people don't. And it is awkward for a lot of people to ask about questions. Mm. I mean, I can imagine the average guy who's talking about a masturbator thinking, I'm really going to ask somebody a question about that and to get that kind of answer.
3: Well, and it also varying levels of shame and upbringing and religion and family dynamics. I mean, there's so many things that come into play.
2: Yeah, people feel because they're of a certain age on a scale that they shouldn't. Somehow yeah. will be judged because they're asking these questions and they have these inherent issues.
3: Yeah. And you know what? Let's twist something else in your noodle for a minute. How many times, Mr. Tango, have you heard somebody say the phrase, it's just business? Yeah. Well, this business that we're in couldn't be any more fucking personal.
2: I mean, it's like yeah. it's like mm-hmm. air and water and sustenance. Yeah. It's, it's Maslow's
3: hierarchy needs. He just left out yeah. masturbation. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, or yeah, sex
2: yeah, se- yeah sexual fulfillment right? I think that's really important to our happiness as humans
3: but if you're dealing with somebody in this business that doesn't take it personal you're dealing yeah. with the wrong people
2: yeah. this yeah. is
0: personal try to get that that's off right. of Amazon uh, yeah <laughs> Uh, guys, we have gone a long time. I really appreciate y'all to giving us this much time. I know you're an hour later than we are. I know it took us forever to get back together. <laughs> I am just tickled to death to meet you guys in this way. And uh, I really appreciate that. I can't wait till we get to actually meet each other in person sometime. I'll bring the whiskey. You bring the whiskey, and I don't know what I'll bring. i we'll will bring that. I'll bring a glass to pour it in. <laughs> Uh, Give us one more time your casual toy contact information.
2: So you can find us at casualtoys.com or sales at casualtoys.com if you want to email us directly.
0: And if you've heard these two guys talking this whole time, you really want to listen to their podcast and, and listen to them talking about all kind of other topics and your podcast information. And just general contact information.
2: (laughs) Mickey's looking at me because he knows I do this bit on every show. So we are Casual Swinger everywhere. Um, CasualSwinger.com. You can find us on social media as Casual Swinger. Uh, We're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube.
0: And let me just make a point because when I first was finding out about these guys, I looked for Casual Swingers. It is not casual swingers it's casual swing er with no s, yeah. <laughs> so make sure you look for that. Hey, do you want to know why? why? <laughs>
2: No, I say it's because you know we're in we're even though we're in a relationship we're each an individual in 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 this dynamic. Well,
3: I would love to tell you that's true, but I'd also love to tell true. you <laughs> that this is a show for the casual swinger or you know the person that you know says that this is not one hundred percent of my life. This is what I do. In my for head, a good there's somebody time. in
2: the crowd going, "I am a casual swinger. I am a casual swinger."
3: Right? You know yeah. that's what we'd love to tell you, but the honest I answer, Mr. Tango. <laughs> <laughs> right. The honest answer is that casualswinger.com was 8 bucks and casualswingers.com was $11,000.
0: Yeah, I I <laughs> believe me when we were looking for a domain name it's amazing how many great names we found that we had to pay a ton for. We I picked so ours cuz we liked it. We found a
1: logo Leave your that hat we liked. On.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, there it is. That's the answer That's the honest to God. That so people just learned something on your show that we've never talked about on our show. So, <laughs> our next episode, and the last time we had one of these, we promised it would be within a month. We lied. We lied. Uh, we have people moving out, and we already have somebody that we're going to be interviewing. They're long term
1: lifestyle friends. We have known these people for, uh, 10 years, eight yeah. years.
0: And they were a very, very conservative couple. I think some people can identify with that. That went
2: through. Hello.
0: Yeah. Uh, including us, that went through all the inhibitions of being coming from a conservative background. And they have gone through just the challenge of getting into the lifestyle and the guilt that comes with that to just very recently we got some pictures from them the last few days of her in the middle of a gangbang and really enjoying it
1: hello that and was so fun we're way gonna, to own it
0: get some way and we're going to talk we're going to talk to them about what it takes to go from being very conservative like a lot of people i know that are listening are to that point and it should be a very interesting conversation we've already got that lined up I won't say we promise, but our focus is to get that out within the next four weeks. So that'll be our next one. Our contact information is, and it's been so long that I'm.
1: What is it? What is it?
0: Yeah. If you want to get a hold of us, it's two or more to tango at gmail.com. We follow our Twitter a lot. It is two or more to tango with a two because we were dumb enough to pick a name that was too long to find a Twitter. that would take two W.O. So it's two with a two or more to tango at Twitter. We're on there a lot. And we will put some pictures of the amazing space bad dragon on that. And
3: anything else from you, Mickey and Mallory? I'm still marveling at the highest dong in history.
2: Yeah, right? That that was an incredible story. Until so they put a dick on the space station. <laughs> no, thank you guys so much for letting us come on here and uh, chat with you guys and finally meet you. It's it been, was very fun. It's been a Looking joy. Looking forward to meeting you in person. And whoop,
0: that button shouldn't have been pushed. <laughs> <laughs> and from Mrs. Tango... Bye bye. And for Mr. Tango, good night. And for Mick and Mallory, it was a joy. Thank you. Hey,
2: hey. You got the got everything
0: want. Now, don't. You ever I see he's disappeared. Are you still there?
2: I'm still here. He's grabbing us another little drink.
0: I hope that you, uh, I just realized that our master bathroom is a, is close to our uh, walk-in. I hope you did not hear why we were taking our break. <laughs> <laughs>